Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I am your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 3, episode 248 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us um, and before we begin today's study, just a very quick reminder that uh, if you haven't yet got uh, my book uh, from Father to Child, Raising a, Spirit, Raising a Child to Spiritual Strength in Generation Alpha, uh, then you can, don't forget, you can get that for free uh, on Kindle. Uh, basically today uh, it was started yesterday but today is the deadline uh, and so just go on to amazon search from father to child and you can put roberts in there as well you can even google that uh, and it should come up in one of the first few um results in those searches um so it's yeah that's the title of the book and it's by myself matthew roberts uh and so yeah um please do get the book for free uh, and please leave a review it would really really help me uh, but moving into today's study session, uh, we are going to look at Doctrine and Covenants section 96. We're looking at the week of uh, August the 30th to September the 5th, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections for 94 to 97. And today we're going to whiz through uh, chapter 96 because it's pretty short uh, and it's a very practical um, section in the sense of it was a very specific Direction given by the Lord for a very specific context uh, back in 1833 in June. In terms of the background of this section, uh, we've got the Joseph Smith Papers analysis to once again help us with this. Uh, it says, quote, on 4th of June 1833, a meeting of high priests assembled in the translating room of Newell K. Whitney store in Kirtland, Ohio, to discuss the use of and management of the recently acquired Peter French farm. Unable to arrive at a consensus as to who should manage the French property, the high, the high priest agreed to inquire of the Lord about the issue. Close quote. So the uh, revelation that we have here is a direct answer to this question. And it helps us to understand again just how, you know, we need to rely on the Lord and revelation to guide us uh, in matters, particularly regarding his kingdom as we serve in our callings or serve others but um but also we can apply this to our lives as well outside of callings and kind of points of um logistics i guess or or even direction within the church it can also be outside of the church in our own lives that we can seek the revelation from the lord to guide us as to what to do um what is interesting here as well is that they weren't able to arrive at a consensus and then when they Asked the Lord, that's when the consensus was reached. I think that's another important point. Of course, we had the example uh, that I re- I've referred to a few times now, President Henry B. Eyring, when he was um, kind of witnessing a council within the Quorum of the Twelve for the first time. And I'm going to paraphrase what he says, but basically that, you know, he presumes that the, that the brethren would just agree on everything instantly. But he saw a situation where there was a lot of discussion, a lot of different opinions on a certain topic, and they kind of came to the end of a discussion and they thought they'd reached a consensus, but then the, the presiding authority, but I believe the president of the church at the time, said, I, I feel that you know there is someone here that hasn't quite yet felt right with this, so we'll leave this point now and come back to it in the next meeting. Uh, and then at the end of the meeting, he noticed one of the brethren go to, the, go to him and say thank you for that. Um, and I think that, you know, <clears throat> we recognize that 
the revelation that we can receive can help us reach a consensus uh, in these council settings. And yet we should still make sure that everyone is united on decisions. And even if that means that we leave that point to the next meeting, then then that's what we do. Um, and I think that is um, an interesting point to make. Uh, so, yeah, we'll dive straight into section 96. And, uh, and like I say, um, it is very straightforward in terms of what it talks about and what it teaches. Uh, it's very specific. And in fact, um, there isn't uh, in the Come Follow Me manual a an idea for personal scripture study that includes uh, section 96. But we'll take a look at it uh, and we'll pick out a couple of things that I saw uh, as I as I was studying this in section 96, uh, because there's always something we can learn. So firstly, uh, in verse 1, it says, Behold, I say unto you, here is wisdom, whereby ye may know how to act concerning this matter. For it is expedient to me that this stake that I have set for the strength of Zion should be made strong. So the Lord is desiring that the, the place in Kirtland, this stake of Zion, uh, because, of course, it's talking about Zion, but again, it's talking about the stake of Zion, uh, and so this is referring to Kirtland, um, that this place should be made strong. And therefore, he has specific directions to give in regards to how to um, provide for this land. Um, then in verse two, it's uh, it names New K. Whitney as the individual who will take charge of this this land that has been provided, this Peter French farm, which is the, the land where the, the Kirtland Temple was to be built. And of course, New K. Whitney was the, the bishop in Kirtland. Uh, we know that Edward Partridge was the bishop in the in Missouri, uh, and so uh, naturally he takes the lead on the temporal affairs of the church, uh, which is you know a role which our bishops still have today as kind of the the presiding authority in the erotic priesthood in the in the unit in which they serve, um, which focuses on the temporal matters, um, and so. Um, it's not such a surprise for us, I guess, but of course, you know, this is a new church uh, and it is been go- it's been going now for just over three years. And so they would still need that direction as to who should provide for these things. And then, of course, uh, as we go on, it refers to another individual, John Johnson. Uh, and in verse six, it says, and again, verily, I say unto you, it is wisdom and expedience in me that my servant, John Johnson, whose offering I have accepted and whose prayers I have heard, unto whom I give a promise of eternal life, inasmuch as he keepeth my commandments from henceforth. Um, this is a great blessing because it's clear here the Lord has recognised and that John Johnson has been praying for direction and for an opportunity to become closer to him. And so the Lord makes reference to this in this revelation through the prophets. Uh, and he is invited to become a member of the United Order or the United Firm. Uh, and this, of course, is something which will be a blessing for both him and for the kingdom, uh, because John Johnson has had a number of resources in the past, his own farm, in fact. And in verse 9, it says, Therefore ye shall ordain him unto this blessing, and he shall diligently seek to, he shall seek diligently to take away encumbrances that are upon the house named among you, that he may dwell therein. Um, of course, an encumbrance will be a barrier or a difficulty. Uh, and so he is to try and seek to uh, make it possible for these things to develop in the land of Kirtland. 
Uh, thank you very much for listening today. A, a very short section uh, and, and one which, uh, you know, again, is a very practical um, thing, which not many doctrines or principles are taught. But again, it just shows us how the church that uh, we that we work and we live in and we and that we love um, does at times require very specific, very directional uh, revelations in terms of how to administer, administer the kingdom rather than just wonderful, powerful doctrines and principles like we were taught in Doctrine Covenants 93 and 76 and others. Um, that um, Sections 93 and 76 are examples of you know big things that we can be taught from on high, but Doctrine and Covenants 96 shows that at times we need to do, do the work as well and just get things in order and in place. Uh, so I'm grateful for that as well. Uh, please follow the podcast on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, and you can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again. <laughs>